Dating Skills Review, the central source for dating advice for men, presents Dating Gurus Insider. Hey, this is Angel Donovan from Dating Skills Review, and today we have Rob Judge from Date Hotter Girls. Uh, Rob Judge uh, works with Zach Bauer, his partner, at Date Hotter Girls, and they've recently released um, a, a book called The Four Elements of Game, which has really hit the market um, very well. Um, it's, it's, selling, it's selling and it's very popular, um, and it only came out in March 2010. I, I've read it and reviewed it myself, and, and it's an extremely refreshing look at dating advice, um, and definitely highly recommended. So hey, hey Rob, it's, it's great to have you here. Oh, thank you, Angel. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really psyched to be here. Awesome. Can you just give me a quick bit of background uh, from, you know, how you got into dating advice, you know, what kind of your, your dating lifestyle was before and what it's like now, to give, give our users a bit of a background on you? Sure. Um, where I came from was, um, you know, a lot of guys in the industry have, like, the, the total horror story where they totally sucked, and, you know, that wasn't really exactly where I came from. Um, where I, when, I, when I kind of... Um, when I hit 18, I met my girlfriend of five years, and I dated one girl all through college, and, um, you know, I, the relationship was, was, was great at the time, but, you know, I really was too nice. Uh, I didn't really understand attraction or, or a passionate relationship, and that, um, that relationship ended with, the, you know, the infamous, let's just be friends, and um, after that, I kind of realized I had no idea what I was doing to, or how I would meet my next girlfriend. And I kind of figured there had to be a way to kind of get better at meeting girls. So I, I started reading dating advice and going out and applying it. And uh, I did it kind of zealously because uh, I really didn't have a choice. You know, um, like in terms of my social circle, I didn't really know how I was going to meet girls. I don't know if I was going to try online dating. I really had no idea. So I really got fascinated with the, um, the idea that you could learn how to cold approach a woman effectively and get her number and get her on a date and, you know, make her your girlfriend or have, you know, whatever kind of relationship you want to have with, with these women on the street or women in a bar. I just thought that was so cool. So that's, that's kind of like my, my origins of how I got into this. And, you know, how, how long has it taken you to get good at this and, you know, how has your dating lifestyle changed? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's funny. It took me about... Um, about six months to get where I could go from a cold approach to, um, you know, having sex with a girl for the first time. So that took about six months. Um, and, but that obviously, you know, a lot of guys think, oh, once, once you get to that point, you know, that, you know, everything's easy from there. But really, I didn't really feel confident with my skills until about two years uh, studying this, going out sometimes, you know, five, six nights a week, going out with Zach. And, um, you know, I would say the culmination of um, my process was a weekend in Vegas where I saw a girl who I thought was absolutely stunning, like gorgeous. You know, we were at this really high-end club, and I remember walking up to her and just feeling completely confident that I knew exactly what I was going to do to, you know, attract that girl. And, um, you know, that night ended really, really well. And I guess that was the point when I realized that, um, that, that that's really kind of, my dating skills, like where I had started from when I was like too afraid to even, you know, cold approach a girl and had massive anxiety and real like nice guy tendencies to that point in Vegas two years later where 
I was able to see, you know, my dream girl and, and just walk up to her totally confident and get her. So that took about two years. And then um, since that point, it's been that two years since that night in Vegas. Um, so not only now have I felt, like, completely confident in terms of, like, skills of where I'm at now, but also in that two years, I've also learned how to really explain it well and how to teach it and how to write about it. So, um, so, that, so for me, I've been, I've been in the whole, like, dating advice niche, I would say, about four, four and a half years. That, that, that's great, man. So four and a half years. Um, like the one thing I found about your book when I read it was um, I found it kind of inspirational. Like, I've, I've been around a long time, you know, since 2001, nine years. So uh, you know, the whole zeal of uh, going out and meeting women has is one off over time. You know, it's not such a big deal. But I tell you what, when I read your book um, afterwards, I felt really inspired and motivated to go out and have some more fun. And you know, that's because. You know, your book really has a very fun element to it, and it, and it really conveys, you know, uh, the, the fun elements of what you're doing. And I, th I think that helps people to get over approach anxiety and the negative ideas of it because you've made, made it seem like very much fun. Is, is that something you try to do on purpose? Oh, I appreciate that. And absolutely. That's actually one of the main themes of the book was, um, you know, Zach and I don't really look at pickup and, um, you know, dating skills as, like, something that you're going to cultivate and it's like there's something you have to like turn on and off, you know, where like, you know, where you like act like a regular guy for half the day and then you go out to the club and all of a sudden you switch on your, your pickup persona or whatever. Instead, the way Zach and I look at um, dating and attraction is it should be like a reflex, that it should be something that it's completely normal to you, that just is an expression of your masculinity as, um, you know, an expression of your personality, and that should be fun to you. Like, it shouldn't be this epic process. It shouldn't be something that you dread or even that you need alcohol or, you know, your wingmen to, to kind of motivate you to do this. This should be something that should be completely fun to you and awesome. I mean, what guy doesn't love hot women, you know? And, and that's ultimately what we wanted to get across in the book, that to connect guys with that, just like what you said, like that natural inspiration to just want to meet these girls. I mean, there are some amazing women out there just walking around waiting to be cool guys. And, and I hope that every guy who reads my book realizes that he could be that cool guy if this girl's, that girl's going to meet that day. Yeah, it's, it's totally possible. I've seen it, seen it um, with so many students these days. Um, when when a, a student comes to one, one of your boot camps, what would you say like, is, is the biggest thing he, he walks away with in terms of a change of mindset, you know, a change of, in what he's doing, um, and things he's, he's doing wrong? What's the most common thing that they walk away with? Yeah, for, I guess what I've seen the most, um, I've seen a lot of guys come in um, who are really nice guys, really, really respect women, and, um, you know, that's great. That's, that, that's like, you know, rule number one in terms of, like, dating advice. But when that becomes problematic is a lot of these guys think that, um, you know, they, they let the women, woman lead the interaction, and that's actually uh, detrimental for attraction. So one of the first things Zach and I try to, try to, um, try to get across to our students is that as a man, you need to lead the interaction. Just like you have to walk up and approach her, you have to make sure that, um, you know, the conversation stays fun, it stays on track, it stays, it stays passionate and sexual, that, you know, um, a lot of times uh, women sometimes will, will just start talking about, like, a boring topic, and they'll lead the conversation totally off you know, astray and away from, you know, this fun, flirty vibe. And then the woman will get bored and she'll walk away and blame the guy. And, you know, it's unfortunate. And that's, that's one thing that, um, 
our students are always amazed at is that when Zach and I get guys to act a little, a little edgier, a little more aggressive, a little bit outside their comfort zone of what they thought they could, they could do, like in terms of a, with a girl they just met, and they go out and do this, and they kind of see for themselves that not only can they, can they do it, but the girl actually is waiting for them to do this. It's like, you know, and that includes, um, you know, being physical with her, like right off, right off, you know, like the minute you approach her, you know, you, you start touching her, you know, so you, you can hold her hand, you can put your arm around her. It means that you, you can kiss her very early on in the interaction. And, uh, you know, the, that whole timeline that guys have in, this, in their head from when they approach the girl to, you know, when they get her phone number or when they go home with her or whatever, that timeline is much shorter than most guys realize. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that guys take from our live training program is that when they go home or when they, when they apply what we, we lear- they learned uh, you know, on weekend program to their regular lives, they know that what they used to think was the uh, timeline for, for an interaction is actually much shorter. Yeah, Rob, that's, I mean, that's, that's actually a, a really key point for a lot of guys I think you bring up there because you know, a, a lot of guys do string it out um, especially guys who've never you know, looked at dating advice before, and it can go over like two, three, four dates sometimes, right? And I know it's because like I've got a lot of female friends these days, and they are constantly in this situation. And you know, having been around dating advice for so many years, I'm just blown away every time I, I kind of forget that, that that's what normal people do, right? And you know what? The girl's always like, "What's he doing? You know, why is he, isn't he interested? Is he interested?" And she's you know kind of confused by the whole situation, and she's wondering why it's not going anywhere. And one of my female friends was telling me about, like, she's got, like, several guys where it's been going on for months like this, you know, and she'll see them from time to time, but it's always, like, what's going on? Do you really like me? What, you know, and, you know, what, what guys do with that is they actually sabotage themselves because, you know, it only takes a little while for the window of opportunity to close. You know, first of all, she's interested, she's attractive, um, and then a few days down the line, a little bit longer, and, you know, he's kind of blowing it for himself by not escalating. And that's something that I really found you guys emphasize in your book. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's what that, the whole first section is on drive. And like, um, like I said before, I think that that's the most important element a lot of these guys are lacking is, um, is you know, I mean, every guy obviously is approaching girls because they're, they're attracted to them. And, you know, every guy, if, if you get him alone, he'll admit, yeah, he wants to have sex with the girl. But a lot of guys are really ashamed to admit that not only to the girl, but to themselves when they're talking to the girl. And they do all these things that um, all, they, they put on this like, little song and dance to make it, you know, and they think that they're hiding their true intentions, you know, because the girl will get turned off if they know what, what's really on, on their, you know, on this guy's mind. But the truth is, is that if they were just shameless about it and they were up front with, with like, why they're talking to her and what they're trying to do, you know, like you said, that most girls want to hear that and they, and they want to see that out of a guy because it demonstrates confidence and it demonstrates that he's okay with himself and, and the feelings that he's having. He's emotionally transparent. So it actually leads to more trust and more attraction. And, um, you know, that, like, again, that, it's almost like this glass wall that got, or glass ceiling that guys need to break through. They have to realize that, that – you know, feeling sexual attraction for a woman is completely natural, and, and it's attractive to women. So, so there's no reason to hide it or to, to, like, you know, pretend like it's not going on with, you know, these platonic dates. Like, fuck that. Like, just go out and, and really put it on the line, and you'll be surprised at, at how well that's received by women. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, th- I think the point behind, behind that is really that, you know, 
a girl gets more turned on by knowing that you like her. But, you know, she, she, she can get turned on if she knows that you like her. But if she doesn't know it because you're not giving the right signals because, you know, you're not pushing things forward, then she kind of gets confused and she, in a way, starts losing attraction for you because she just doesn't know what's up, right? So she can get distracted by other guys or where it's more clearer. Absolutely. And another thing, too, um, this is something I, I, I talk about a lot, um, especially with students who come on program, is um, the most important aspect of an interaction with a woman isn't necessarily that, like, she's having the best time or you're having the greatest conversation. It's, it's she feeling emotions. That's always what guys should be asking themselves. Is this woman feeling emotions? And you know what's funny is um, even if it's, um, you know, a negative emotion, that's okay, too, because as long as a woman is feeling, you know, a range of emotions, and ideally they should be positive, but I'm saying that, like, sometimes women will get upset or they'll get angry or they'll get jealous, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. Any kind of emotion you can make a woman feel is going to increase her attraction, and the truth is is that if you come on, you know, strong and you, you are very upfront about your desire for her, that's going to that's gonna elicit a lot of emotions in her. She's going to get excited. She, she's going to feel a lot of different things, and that's great. Like, if you just sit there and you just kind of let her lead the interaction, and you pretend like you're not really attracted to her or you do this stuff to, to mask that, that attraction you have for her, you're, you're kind of blunting those emotions that you would be making her feel. And, and that's, that's, that's so detrimental to attraction. So it's just so important that guys should really focus on not speaking to women necessarily logically or speaking to them um, in a way that uh, they would speak to their friends. But instead, when you communicate with women, you should try to be hitting them on an emotional level to get, get her feeling, you know, and again, like I said, ideally positive emotions, you know, if she's laughing, if she's happy, if she's excited. But also, you know, if you can't, it, like, it's better that she gets, like, angry at you or upset at you, you know, rather than feel nothing at all. Because as long as she's feeling emotions, you know, her attraction for you is going to grow. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally, totally true. Um, you know, you were just you just reminding me of this whole escalation thing. Um, I, I think you had a term in, in, in the first chapter of the book. Was it drive or slap? Was, was that the term you used? Oh, oh, sorry, drive drive what? Is it drive or slap? Oh, um, the, the, uh, the man slap where you, um, where you uh, slap, slap your friend in the face if, you act, if he's acting like, uh, like an idiot. Right. I, I, found, I found that hilarious. Um, you know, what, I, what I took away from that was like, um, if, if you weren't doing, you know, doing things right by escalating things with the girl and doing these things we've just been talking about, um, either you or Zach would slap each other around the head to um, prove a point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it was funny. That actually happened uh, this, this night that we were out. And, um, you know, this is when we were kind of really putting the pieces together. And uh, this is actually, it was funny, because before this, Zach and I, everything I'm talking about, about guys not being up front and all this other stuff, Zach and I, the reason I know that, that, that so well is because I was that guy. You know, Zach and I used to go out, and we used to, like, like tell girls we were gay or, like, do all this, we used to do, like, ridiculous stuff to try to hide our, um, our true desire for women. And, you know, we got girls to laugh or talk to us, but we weren't, um, you know, we weren't, like, you know, creating any real attraction with these women. So um, Zach and I decided to try to, you know, that we were going to change it and that we were going to go out and we were going to start really being um, very aggressive with our, our attraction for women, that we were going to, like, tell them, like, hey, I think you're hot. You know, we were going to, like, put our arms around them. We were going to try to kiss them very, very early in the interaction. And, you know, we were, we were doing this just to, see, just to see if it would work. And once we started seeing that, yes, this, 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 this is definitely working, 
um, you know, there was still that kind of disconnect between knowing, you know, knowing in my head that it worked, but actually having the balls to do it was, was tough. And I know, I, I know that that's really tough for a lot of guys to go out and go, go against everything that people have told you your entire life. Like, I know my mom raised me to be a nice, a nice little gentleman and, and to respect women, and I do. So that's why it was so hard for me to just walk up and, like, you know, put my arm around a girl and be like, hey, like, you're adorable. I wanted to come over and meet you. Like, like what's up? You know, like, like I, I thought that, that that was rude. But um, so kind of just to motivate us to do that was Zach and I would just watch each other approach girls. And if one of us, you know, if I was watching Zach and he wasn't, um, you know, putting his arm around the girl, taking her by the hand, walking around the venue, kissing her, that, that was, like, if, he, if, if enough time went by, which was usually like 30 seconds, I could just walk up and slap him in the face to remind him, hey, man, like, you're talking to a hot girl. Like, like get, you know, get in touch with that drive. Get in touch with that, with that attraction you feel for her. How would the girls react to it when you're talking to a girl and all of a sudden you get a slap in the face? It's so funny. Uh, some girls thought it was, like, hilarious. It, um, like, they would just start cracking up, and they, they thought it was, like, so funny we were doing this. And but the, other, the other reaction we got a lot was girls wouldn't even really notice. They, they would just kind of see it, and they would just, wouldn't think any, anything of it. So it's really funny. Like, the, the, the man slap, while, while a lot of guys might think, oh, this is good, the girls will just think we're, we're idiots, it actually will, <laughs> so believe it or not, it will actually help your interactions. Girls will either find it funny, or they just won't even notice. Right, exactly, um, and because, you know, as we go, we go back to kind of like where we started with all this, because it's about fun, and, um, you know, what struck me about you know, that, that part you wrote in the book was you can see that you and Zach were just having a real blast with that, you know, you're playing a game between yourselves, um, and it just made you a night, right, as opposed to the guys who will go out to meet girls, which, you know, is most of the male population, um, but, you know, they'll kind of stand around and they're constantly thinking about meeting girls, not doing anything about it, and really not having a good time in the night. And if you're not having a good time when you're out, then the girls just aren't going to be drawn to that. So, you know, that was the great thing I thought about that game, that you were playing with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something um, that goes even beyond that uh, the man slap night, um, is that Zach and I have a lot of just inside jokes like that, that you know, that me and him have a very strong bond. Like, he's my best friend, you know. So he's not only, like, the guy that I run programs with. Like, this is a guy that, like, you know, like, we hang out all the time. So um, a lot of times, like, even when we, when we were slapping each other, and, we were, and we, you know, we were laughing, and we had this, like, inside joke about the man slap, girls want to be part of that. Like, they want to be part of that fun vibe. So it, it's also very effective to draw girls in, into, into, like, your party rather than, like, you know, like what you said, like, a lot of guys go out and they, they sit there with their buddy and, they, and they, they look at the girls and the girls are having a blast. The girls are dancing. They're, they're having fun. And what these guys, like, want to do is they want to, like, sneak their way into the girls' party. And, like, and, like you know, that's already a losing battle. Because, like, even if, even if you're able to get into that party, you're still playing on, on you know, on, like, you know, you, 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 it's still an away game. You want home court advantage. And, you know, if a girl wants to be part of Zach and I's party, I mean, I've, I've taken home girls just based on the fact that they thought what Zach and I were saying to each other at the club was funny. And they were, like, me and Zach home groupies. They would just follow us around the club and just wanted to be part of our party because Zach and I would be having the most fun in the bar just hanging out with each other. Like, I remember, like I, you know, like I said, I'm taking girls home just based on that, on that, that one thing. Yeah, I, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, when, when you create that, that vibe, like, um, 
my, my buddies and I went to set a party last weekend, and it was a vampire prom. Um, so, you know, we really made a, a real big effort to go out. We got some makeup artists, you know, uh, to come around our house freelance and do us all up. And, you know, that night we had a blast. And, you know, you could see the whole club was kind of buzzing around us because we had, we had, you know, we were obvious we were having a great time with it. And I think that's something that, you know, guys really underestimate. You know, if you're not having fun yourself, um, then it, it, you're just making yourself it really, really hard for you. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is something you tell guys, but, you know, I guess something that you and Zach have, have together is that, you know, you have each other when you go out, and, and that gives you a, a vibe, and it's an incredible asset when you're going out to meeting women, just the fact that you, you're with each other and you're having a, a fun vibe, you know? So, I don't, do you ever talk to guys about their social circle, um, who they're going out with, because it, it just strikes me as it can, you know, have such a big impact on your success with women if you've got that fit right with your life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I, you know, Zach and I, we obviously, we've, obviously social circle is very important. And you definitely want to assemble, like, a really cool social circle. But um, I, I have, you know, it's funny. I, I emphasize more just your relationship with your quote-unquote wingman. And I actually don't even like that term, um, wingman, because, um, you know, I, I think it, it kind of reduces a guy who potentially is, is your friend into a guy you're just using to help you pick up girls. So, you know, what I, what I usually tell guys to do um, is, you know, if you're going out to meet women with, with, with your friend, don't just meet him at the club and go into the club like you two are going off to like some kind of military operation and you know that like you know if you open a, if you if you go talk to a girl he has to come in and like you know occupy her friends. Instead, what I recommend guys do is they should meet up with their buddy well before they go to the club, go out, have a couple beers, or go out and go bowling, do something that's just fun that uh, that totally keeps your mind off even talking to girls at night. Just have a blast. Have, 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 like, you know, get the party started well before you even walk into the club. And when you get in there, you know, obviously you guys are there to pick up girls, but you're also there to, to, to have fun. And you guys should be looking at picking up girls as not only the fact that you want to pick up girls, but also that, that it's just something that you and your buddy do. It's just like, it's just like, it's like going out to, like, you know, going to the driving range to, to, you know, shoot some golf balls. Like, it's just something that's just fun for you guys. So, so like, like again, I, I, always, I always feel really bad when I'm out at a club in New York City and um, I see guys coming in and I, and I know that, they're, that, that, that they study pickup or they study dating advice because they're the guys who are having the least amount of fun. It looks like they go into the electric chair. You know, they're sitting there the whole time. They're worried about, like, how, about their value and how they're coming across to the girls in the room. And that should not be a concern at all. Like, you'll, you'll come across great if you just show up with your buddy and just kick back go nuts, have a bl have, be the guys who are having the most fun in the venue, and, and that, that is so attractive. So, yeah, so while um, I definitely think that, like, assembling a social circle with, like, you know, girls and gay guys and friends and, and girlfriends is great, I would say the social circle starts, and the most important person in your social circle is just your buddy you go out with. Yeah, totally. That, that really is it. Now, I, I remember... Um, I remember when I was reading through the, your, your book, um, you, 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 you talked about one of your first approaches and the anxiety um, you, you felt and, and how hard it was. And I thought that was great because, you know, a lot of guys are thinking that. Um, so, you know, it really enabled them to see that, you know, you want there too. Could you talk a bit about 
um, you know, how you got over your anxieties about approaching women and, you know, how, how you dealt with that. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, and that story is, like, very, very, like, dear to my heart because, um, you know, I know that every guy goes through this. I see it in my students. I see it in guys that write me letters. You know, I, I know that this is a universal problem for every guy. Uh, and, in fact, and that one thing is what separates the guys who are going to attract a dream girl from the guys who aren't, the guys that can overcome that anxiety and fear. Um, so that's why, you know, I remember, um, you know, that story that you're referencing, I remember waking up that morning and I, I was really excited because I had just read um, a book that had said, like, you know, it, it talked about cold approaching. And for the first time in my life, I was like, wow, this is a possibility. I could actually walk up to a stranger and I could talk to her. So in my head, I thought, oh, is it going to be easy? I'm just, I'll just go up and do it. But as I started walking around that day and I started seeing, like, cute girls, I'd be like, I, I, I realized, like, wow, this really exists. That, like, this is really scary. So um, when I was sitting in Starbucks that day, you know, I, I felt I, – I gave myself every excuse not to do it. You know, I, I said, oh, she looks busy. She looks like a bitch. She's too hot. Um, you know, when I, uh, when I get cooler clothes or when I read some more books on dating advice, you know, I made every excuse in my head. But ultimately, what I realized and what kind of put one foot in front of the other is that I realized that if I didn't do it, if I didn't approach that girl at that moment, I was, I was damning myself to a habitual life of not approaching women, of not taking action, of just sitting there and being a spectator. And I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I know for myself, like, the idea of being a spectator is always, has always disgusted me. You know, I've always wanted to be the one. You know, I don't necessarily mean, I, I, you know, I necessarily have to be the center of attention, but I've always been, I, I always want to be the person that, you know, is making moves, is doing stuff, is not just sitting passively. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I don't watch TV. Like, I know, I know TV, like, like, a lot of people watch a lot of TV. I, I can't do it. I can't sit down in front of the TV. And I'm not saying, you know, guys have to stop watching TV, but I'm just saying that, like, you People should not cultivate a life of being a spectator. So if you really want to live life, and, and this is what you really have to remind yourself every time you see that hot girl, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what excuses you're making to yourself, you have to realize that if you don't approach her, you're not living in reality, that you're not, you're not living as an active participant in life. You're living your life in a fantasy world, in your own head, and you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to live there alone, and you're going to be lonely. So really, like... For, for, you know, every guy listening, I know that the reason you're listening is because, you, because you, want, you want to expand your social circle. You want to expand the girls that you're connecting with, the girls that you're meeting. And the only way you're going to do that is when you shut those voices up in your head and you just take action. And it really does not fucking matter what happens. Like, like well, that story is a great example because in that story, you know, I, I knew nothing about dating advice. I knew, I, I, like, I, I knew nothing. And I assumed that uh, this girl was going to blow me off like in, a, in, you know, in a millisecond. And instead that girl ended up being my girlfriend for, for, for six months. So that's the thing, you know, you, the guys have no idea how, how the interaction is going to go down. So why not just walk up to her and take a chance and see, see, you know, see how it goes, because there's a good chance that she's going to like you. And, 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 you know, that could be your next girlfriend. Yeah, ex exactly. And, you know, what you, what you realize when you get into this is that the opportunities are all around you, and it's, it's you know, it's just amazing. You go from a, a life where, you know, there'd be one opportunity that would pop up through your social circle, like, once every six months, 
to you know literally like tens of girls around you every single day, or maybe even hundreds, depending on where you're living and how you know how busy it is and you know where you're frequenting. Um, so what I found really interesting uh, about this is that you know you talk a bit about where you find your motivation to kind of cut through that because making these kind of changes to your habits, you know, to the, to the way you live, um, it, it's hard, right? Changes, changes, changes hard, and when you're changing these things and you're getting out of your comfort zone, uh, you know, it's, ment it's a mentally hard process. So you know, I, I like the way you talk about your motivation. Um, could you could you talk a bit more about you know? This motivation you have that helps you to break through that. You know, you talk about, um, you know, you're thinking like, oh, you know, I don't want to live a passive lifestyle. You know, I I want to want to be active and live a full life. Is, is there is, is that is that what it's all about? Um, yeah, you know, that that's definitely one. And I talk about this in the book. Um, you know, what we kind of referenced before is you have to make a decision if you want to live your life in reality or live it in fantasy. And again, like. You know, it's, most people live their life in, in fantasy. Most people live their life doing the same old habits day in and day out, and they just say in their head, oh, I'm going to change one day. Like, oh, tomorrow, that's how I'm going to start. And, you know, like I know it's so cliche, but it's true. Like a lot of guys think, oh, you know, when I read that next dating book or, oh, when I get my hair cut or, oh, and they, and they have all these excuses. And, and what, what those excuses really are, what they boil down to, is that's just living your life in fantasy. Like, rather than actually going out and, and trying something, you're, you're, just, you're just like telling yourself in your head, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Or, oh, like, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse. And what that does is that, that just lets you just live inside your own head. Whereas in the book, I, you know, I really emphasize living in reality, finding out. Because, like, look, like, the, 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 what it really boils down to is that, um, you know, all you can really, you, all you can really get out of life is get the truth. You know, that, like that's the thing is, um, one thing I, students have find, found really helpful to really get over, not only their approach anxiety, but to get over all their anxieties about, you know, dealing with women and getting outside their comfort zone is rather than looking at it like, oh, I'm trying to get this girl or, oh, I'm, I'm practicing my dating skills, rather than look at it that, from that perspective, look at it like I'm getting the truth. You know, that's the way I look at everything. Like, all you can really do is get at the truth. So if you see that really gorgeous girl walking down the street, the truth's waiting for you. Like, she might be a total bitch. She might be the greatest. She might be your, she might be your future wife. You have no idea. But you're not going to get to that truth unless you actually approach her. So I think that that's, that's the first thing guys have to really, really set in their head, that, you know, they're going to live in reality, and in reality, they're going to get the truth. And, you know, that carries through not only from, you know, approaching her, but it carries through to, you know, when you're talking to her. You know, rather than just having a, a fluff conversation, get at the truth. What's the truth of this girl? Who is she? Like, like, what, like, like, like what, what is it about her aside from her looks that, that you're attracted to? Find, find that out about her. And then not only that, but, like, again, let that carry through um, when you want to date with her. You know, is she a good kisser? Find out. Go ahead and kiss her. You know, it, like, are you too sexually compatible? You should find that out by having sex with her, you know? And that's the thing. is like, look at it. Look at the whole timeline of an interaction as rather than like, oh, I, I'm trying to sleep with this girl or trying to get this girl as I'm just trying to get at the truth. I'm just trying to figure out, like, if this is the right girl for me. And um, so, uh, you know, I, I think that really um, realigning your mindset to be truth-oriented rather than be outcome-oriented um, really helps a lot of guys um, make, make effective changes because it takes away a lot of the anxiety of going outside their comfort zone and developing a new habit. Yes, 
Yeah, that's, that's really great. And I, th I think the other advantage, the way you look at it, and this is searching for truth, is that you know, one of the ways we, we stop ourselves from acting on things in life when we're getting out of our comfort zone is we talk ourselves out of it. You know, as you were saying earlier, you give yourself lots of excuses. Uh, you know, she's busy, maybe she's a bitch, and, and so on. So you know, have, having this attitude where you're searching for the truth and you admit that, well, actually, I don't really know anything about that girl, right? Um, so you know, I've really got to find out the truth. I, you know, if I want to find out the truth of the situation, then I have to actually approach her, and then I'll find out. Until I do that, you know, I don't know anything. It, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a perfect way to sum it up. Is just exactly what you're saying is. You don't know anything about that girl. You don't, you don't know if that girl is the greatest human being that you've ever met in your life or the biggest bitch on the planet. Like, you have, no, you have no clue. And, like, you have no idea what your future is with that girl. And, you know, even if the girl turns out to be a total bitch, like, let's, let's just say that you're right, and, you know, the excuse you made in your head, like, you say, oh, she looks like a bitch, but Rob told me to go find out the truth, so I'm going to go do it. And this girl blows you off, like, in a nanosecond. She's just, like, is a total bitch. She screams at you. You know what? Like, you might have found out very little about her other than the fact that she's a bitch, but you found out a lot about yourself. You found out about your own courage, about, about your ability to, um, you know, take action even when you feel a lot of anxiety, you know? So the, the truth does, is not just like, oh, finding out about her. It's also the truth you find out about yourself. And on top of that, you find out a ton of truth about dating and relationships. Like every time, like, look, I didn't get to where I'm at now without having thousands of girls blow me off and, and you know, and, and get rejected, you know, so many times down, you know, like, like in the last couple of years. I mean, that, that's how I learned all this stuff. So that's the thing is, like, if you ever want to, like, get good at dating skills and get, get good at attracting women, you have to be ready to um, – you know, have a lot of interactions that focus on the truth. And those interactions might mean, you know, so, so girls blowing you off or, 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 or you getting rejected. But the thing is, is that if you look at it from that truth perspective, you're not really getting rejected or you're not really getting blown, you know, girls not blowing you off. You're just learning something. You're just learning something every time. You're just getting, a, you know, another glimpse of the truth. Yeah, it's a really great mindset. Uh, I haven't seen anywhere else. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, now, like, I feel what the, the biggest thing I really uh, thought that, you know, you brought, brought to the dating market, the dating advice market with your book was that you, you had a great focus on the priorities that um, guys need to resolve in order to get good with women. Um, you know, your book didn't have a ton of detail in it. Um, it really just focused on a few things, and I thought it was very, like, 80-20 rule. You know, do 20% of the things and get 80% of the results. So mm. you talk about like some of the most important things you think that guys need to fix in their game, and is, is it you know is it different for each guy? Like does does a guy have do guys typically have different things they need to fix, or uh, I need to think about like that that's the thing that I need to change uh, to really start making progress with women. Yeah, you know that's a great question because um that that's the um that's the paradox of dating advice is um you know you we could write a book I could write a book like like the Rob the Rob Judge method and I could I could basically give a step by step explanation of how I pick up girls and how I meet women and how I take girls from seeing them on the street or in a nightclub and making them my girlfriend. But ultimately, that only works for me, you know, because it's my personality. Like, I could tell you the lines that I say. I could tell you the dates that I take them on. I could, I could tell you a lot of different things that I do. But ultimately, 
I, that's not effective because you know not everyone's me. Like there, like I, I have a very broad spectrum of students, and you know some guys are very similar to me, but some guys are more similar to Zach. You know, I'm I'm more of like a dorky, you know, writer type, kind of artsy, like you know, like that, that's my personality. Whereas Zach's more of like the, the fun party guy. So um, you know, and we have completely different styles. But, but, like, the method's the same. So I think, that like, those four core elements that we talk about in the book, which are, you know, drive, uh, in, you know, drive, um, inspiration, connection, and mechanics, those four elements are universal. Like, those are just four behaviors that, as men, we need to display for women to feel attraction. And there's no ifs, ends, or buts about that. Like, every guy needs to, needs to display those four behaviors. But how each guy displays those behaviors is completely up to him. So I think the most important things are first that guys just recognize what those four behaviors are, okay? So, for instance, like drive. The way each guy communicates drive is going to be different. Like the way that I go up and approach a girl, it might be very direct. But there might be another guy who doesn't, who doesn't really necessarily express his desire directly. Maybe he does it more subtly. Maybe he likes to go up and tease a girl and joke around with her, and that's the way that he, he expresses the fact that he's attracted to a woman. That's fine. So that's the thing. Is like, like I don't really have a date-by-number system where I say, okay, go up to the girl and say this, but I do emphasize that, like, look, like, this should be your mindset, and this should be the way you think when you walk up to the girl, and however you want to express you know, that mindset is fine, but go up and, and do that. So, and then the thing is, what's really important for a lot of guys, and what a lot of guys, especially guys that study dating advice, don't realize is um, all their interactions go south because they don't balance those four elements, okay? So just imagine a guy who's coming, who walks up to a girl and says, oh, you know, you're, you're really hot, I had to meet you. And the girl says, okay. And then she kind of, like, you know, it's, it, it, like she kind of sits there, and the guy's like, yeah, yeah, you're really hot. And then all of a sudden she starts getting, it gets awkward. Like he's, he's just coming on, to, coming on to you strong, and the girl's going to walk away and say, oh, my God, that guy was creepy. And the thing is, that guy was showing too much drive. You know, it was good that he let off, like, with, the, you know, with that drive element. But what's really important is then he should come back and balance that with um, one of the, what we call the, like, a release element, which is either connection or inspiration. So now say a guy comes up and says, oh, I thought you were really hot. And, um, you know, then all of a sudden he goes into a story or he, he makes a joke. Or even if he just kind of smiles and opens up his body language, you know, that allows the woman to relax and see, okay, this guy's not threatening. You know, he's sexual, but he's not like a complete creep. You know, he, this guy is, could be someone that like I, I, I might be interested in. And then, you know, those, those four elements, um, just as long as, long, as long as a guy can cycle through those four elements throughout an interaction and, um, you know, notice signs when he's becoming on too strong or notice signs maybe when he's not coming on strong enough and he just counterbalances those signals with the, with the proper element, I really think that any guy can master this system and go out and attract women that are like what, what they previously thought were totally out of their league because, you know, what this does is this gets guys in touch with, you know, this allows men to express their personality in the most attractive way to women imaginable. You know, this, this is like, 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 I mean, I wrote it in the beginning of the book, this is kind of like the magic pill for guys. Like, all you have to do is learn these behaviors, go out and apply them, and, and you know, attraction isn't this mystical thing. It's not this, it's not this thing that, like, is, like, you know, 
only happens like it's you know w- w- when you're dressed right or only happens when you're in state or when you approach enough girls you know this this could be something that a guy could read the book go out and just because maybe he, he the book just clicks with him he could go out and and meet his dream girl like the first girl he approaches so um, i'm very confident with um with uh with you know the system and, and that guys just learn that balance that they can do really well and uh, a lot of the letters i've gotten from guys who have read the book have said, oh, you know, I read your book and I went out and met my dream girl at the bar, or I read your book and I went home with a girl last night. I mean, I mean, the, the, the letters I've been getting have just been, have really reinforced, you know, my confidence, the fact that, that this works and that this, that if you just learn that system, it makes things very, very simple and very clear. Thanks, Rob. Great, great overview. Yeah, so, yeah, there is a lot of dating advice out there um, today, and there's so much detail, and, you know, actually users of dating skills review are always telling us that they find it overwhelming. You know, there's, there's like over a thousand dating advice products now, and, you know, there's, there's so many different types of dating advice that, you know, they kind of find it hard to get started because there's so much information out there. So, you know, the, the, the focus really does, does help people. Um, to take the first steps, and... To get started, like, what, what do you think someone should do? You know, their very first steps, you know, that they've just come into the, the world of dating advice and, and they kind of want to do something. Um, what would you say they should do to take the first steps into, like, making a change? Okay, yeah, that, that, that's, um, that's a great question. Um, well, you know, I, I think the first thing that guys really need to do is just get the fundamentals down. So, um, again, you... You know, you should really focus at first just on the drive element. Guys should just get in touch with being, you know, approaching women in a masculine way. So it might just be walking up and saying, hey, do you have the time? But if they do it, you know, with a great voice projection, they keep really good eye contact. Because, you know, the thing is, for a newbie guy, I know know myself included, when guys start out, it's very hard to go up and, and to speak with a very clear, resonant voice, you know, have good body language, keep eye contact, not feel nervous. You know, these are all things that, you know, maybe a newer guy has to work on. So what I would focus on is I would just take it slow. Like the first thing, say to yourself, okay, let me go out and let me just, you know, practice expressing my, my drive, my masculine drive. So what, let me go out and I'm going to approach. And the thing is for a lot of guys, you have to give yourself a number, okay? This is really important. When, when I got into this, this really um, made a huge difference in, 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 you know, how quickly I picked this up, was when I went out, I used to go out on my lunch break. I used to work um, in an office in uh, midtown Manhattan. And what I would do is on my lunch break, I would go out and I'd say, okay, today I am going to approach five women. And I, you know, it didn't matter what I said. It didn't matter what I did. But I had to go up to five strangers and approach them and, you know, and, and like I said, like, I would go up to them and I'd try to keep eye contact or I would, I would just try to speak with, with, with a clear, resident voice or I would just try not to be nervous. Like, you know, just walking up and, and not, like, shitting myself was, was a huge accomplishment back then. And, you know, once, things, once I, once I kind of got comfortable doing that, then I'd say, okay, let me try to approach five women and kind of make a joke with them or joke around with them. And let, let me try to approach five women and let me see if I can get, you know, go for a phone number or get the girl's name. You know, like, just like take each one of the four elements and, um, you know, work on it in succession. Like first work on your drive, then work on your inspiration, then maybe kind of like work on your connection or your mechanics, like, like whatever it is. 
just start very slowly. So for, for a guy starting out, just go up and first, you know, focus, and again, just focus on getting the truth. Get, get, you know, learn the truth of, of being attractive. Just walk up and speak, in, you know, like I said, like, just work on the fundamentals. I want to take like a, a bit of a step backwards because uh, I wanted to talk about this earlier, but um, to give you a bit of an idea, you know, um, how this has changed your life, could you give us, kind of give us an explanation of like, or overview, uh, like how is your dating lifestyle today, and you know, how are you happy with it, and why? Okay, yeah, you know, that, that's, um, that's, an, that's an interesting question because I went through a couple of phases. When, when I got good at this, um, you know, um, well, Kind of like I said before, I came from a place where I really didn't have that much um, experience with women. You know, I had one girlfriend all through college. Um, you know, I, I so I really didn't. I like I I spent you know all these years where all my friends had gone out and got gotten these great experiences and dated a couple of different girls. I only dated one girl. So um, you know, when I really got good at this, I started out. Um, you know, my, my thing at first was I just want to date a lot of girls casually. So I kind of went through, I guess, what a lot of guys get into this go through. I went through a kind of like a little bit of like a player phase where, you know, I would I, I really enjoy just going out, going home with girls that night, um, you know, having maybe, you know, kind of casually just seeing, you know, four or five girls at the same time. Um, so so I, I definitely spent, you know, a good year, two years doing that. Um, and now um, the, the what, what, I've, what I've been really focused on is um, uh, I've been going out and just trying to find my dream girl. And it's funny because actually just two weeks ago, um, I was um, teaching a day game program. Uh, we had a client that had come to us, and he just wanted to learn day game. And uh, we had um, – we worked all day with him. We had, a, we had a great program. And Zach and I had just went to one of our favorite kind of lounges to just kind of go and have a drink. We weren't even really focused on um, meeting girls. But um, – I, when I was going to the bathroom, I saw, like, my dream girl. And, like, you know, when I got into this, I, I had written all this, all the stuff in my journal about, like, what my dream girl would look like, how she'd be dressed, you know, down to her eye color, her hair color, her height, like, everything. And this girl was that girl. Like, literally, like, you, this girl was right out of a page from, like, my, like, journal when I first, when I first got into, um, you know, dating advice. So, I, I, like, like, I knew I, I, I could not let this opportunity just, like, pass me by. Like, I had to get the truth in this. Like, you know, if she looks like that, like, could this girl be, like, the girl, the girl that, like, you know, I really wanted? So, um, and what was so cool, and so I, when I really realized how far I'd come was, um, you know, just like when I was in Vegas, I, I knew, when I walked up to that girl, I knew exactly what to do, exactly what to say. You know, she was there with a couple of friends. I knew exactly how to handle that. You know how, how to like kind of get her away from her friends to talk to her one on one, and uh, I ended up you know getting that girl's number, and uh, I actually have a, a date with her tomorrow. So I mean, so so I mean that's it, and like and it's funny because the way I feel now, it's almost like um, the the way I was when I first got into dating, but it's a but like you know in terms of the feelings of like just being super happy and super excited to to meet up with a girl, but at the same time. It's not like it's not like a bad nervousness or like oh I don't know what to do. Like now I feel like I, I feel like that that like happiness and, and that and that and that excitement to meet this new girl. But at the same time, I, I'm also coming from a place that like I know exactly what to do on the date or exactly what to do when I'm talking to her. So there's no like negative anxiety. Like I'm just like totally totally like I feel totally natural around her. And, and I think I think that that um, for me like you know it kind of maybe come full circle. But now I've come full circle with, with all like, the dating skills and all the, you know, all the attractive qualities in place. Yeah, and that, and that really comes back to a point that keeps coming up there. It's like, 
you know, the fact that you know what to do, so you're not nervous about it, um, means that you can be comfortable to enjoy yourself and have fun with the girl, which, of course, makes the whole thing, you know, just better for her and uh, a lot, you know, a lot more enjoyable for both of you, and she's more attracted to you because of it. So, it, like uh, yeah. you say, it's a bit of a full circle. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's the thing. You know, I talk about this a lot. Is um, you know, like a lot of these, a lot of um. A lot of guys get into this, and you know, a lot of the people in this dating advice industry, they really push that player lifestyle. And you know, again, I'm not going to knock that, and I'm not going to sit here and condemn it because, like, I, you know, I want that phase too. But um, you know, ultimately, a lot of the guys I meet, they just want to meet like a great girlfriend. You know, they just want to meet their dream girl. So um, you know, and like, what guy doesn't want to feel excited to 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 go on a date with a girl? And what guy doesn't want to like? you know, be a little nervous, but like a good nervous to like meet up with a girl for like the first time after like we had a great interaction at a lounge or a bar or on the street. So, you know, like a lot, you know, so the thing is, I always tell guys, don't, don't like throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, don't let, don't become so callous that, you know, you turn yourself off to those really great emotions that you should be feeling. Cause that's what dating's all about is, is, is to be excited to meet new people and to meet people that you really, really are, are quality women. That's why our company's called Date Hotter Girls. We want, we want guys to upgrade their dating life. Yeah, and that's, that's inspirational in itself. Um, Rob, man, this has been a great conversation. Um, it's been really good connecting with you, and, you know, you've had lots of great tips for our readers here. Um, so, you know, your, your book, uh, four, four Elements of Game, uh, like I said, um, you know, Dating Skills Review editors, we think it's great. Um, it's, it's on the site. And you have boot camps uh, uh, from Date Hotter Girls on the site of your company. Um, but before we, thought, before we got into this interview earlier, you said that you've got a lot of new stuff coming up. So could you, you tell us a bit more about, like, what other products you've got coming out? Sure, absolutely. Um, Zach and I actually, when we had finished the book, we wanted to record, um, we kind of wanted to do like an off-the-cuff uh, audio session where we, we really unpack a lot of the concepts because, you know, I mean, the book's dense. It's 175 pages, and we tried to, I tried to boil everything I learned in the last four years of dating, you know, hundreds of different women into one book. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of information in there. And um, so Zach and I wanted to put out this audio product that had a little bit more of our personalities on it and let us kind of um, – let guys see that, like, you know, again, there are a lot of stories in the book about Zach and, you know, me and Zach out at the bar or the club and what we learned, but we really wanted guys to really get a sense of where this information really came from. And um, so, you know, on this audio session, you hear a lot of me and Zach just talking to each other um, about some of the stories or, you know, that we experienced and, um, and allowed us to just kind of just really kind of free associate um, our concepts from the book with, um, you know, just, just, just like, you know, Zach and I. And what I think is really cool about that, about that program is you get Zach's, pers- you know, you really get a lot of Zach's perspective. And Zach has a lot of really cool stuff to say on um, attraction dating. So, um, so that's one of the products. Um, we're also putting out a, uh, a DVD set that's a compilation of um, some of our infield footage, um, some unreleased infield footage that uh, we've never, that's never been seen before. Um, some just uh, commentary from, from Zach and I, and uh, a lot of clips. You know, Zach and I have been doing a lot of um, speaking tours, you know, in terms of, like, giving talks to various uh, men's groups and, uh, you know, stuff like that and conventions. So, um, so we actually got all the footage from that, and we're going we're, we're gonna to take the best, the best clips from that and uh, put it together in, 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 uh, in this DVD set that we're going um, to be offering. And... Um, 
I mean, we have a couple other things too. We have a, a 28 days to a success book, which uh, basically takes everything from the four elements again and tells you what to do each day. Um, you know, how many women to approach, how you should be approaching them. It really translates all the information in the book to a very, very easy to follow uh, plan that um, will take you from wherever you're at now to, um, to hopefully, you know, if you follow the 28 days, to being that, that guy you want to be. And, and we're hoping to get that full change in guys in 28 days. That, that sounds like a great range of products. Uh, uh, I just want to add on, on one thing you spoke about on, the, on your DVD that you're bringing out, um, in-field footage. Uh, so, you know, I guess that's going to be uh, you and Zach actually out in bars, filmed in bars, approaching women, talking to women. Is, is that what it's about? Yes, yeah. Um, last summer, um, we had uh, a couple various um, uh, pickup artists and uh, dating advice companies. They, they sort of challenged us. You know, we, we had this reputation in New York, you know, being pretty good at cold approaching women. And um, so, so we recorded footage for uh, several companies. And, um, you know, the footage went really well. You, you see every type of interaction, you know, daytime, nighttime, you know, everything you can imagine is, 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 was recorded, you know, over the course of a couple nights that, that we filmed with them. And um, one of the thing, one of the um, agreements we had with these companies was that um, we also had exclusive rights to the footage. And um, up until now, we've kind of just sat on it, and we've only really showed our um, our students who come on live programs. But Zach and I, uh, you know, the, the students on live program get so much out of this footage, and especially when Zach and I break it down, Zach and I really decided that uh, it would be a great learning tool for guys to see really the proper way to speak to women, to talk to women, um, you know, really see that Zach and I live everything that we write about in the book. That's great. Uh, well, as soon as those are available, uh, you'll be able to find out uh, more about them on Dating Skills Review. They'll all be up there. Um, Rob, it's been great talking to you today. Uh, it's the first time we connected. I hope we get another chance to talk soon. Um, and uh, you know, thank you from all of our users. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Angel, thank you for having me. It's been, it's been a great interview. Thank you so much. This interview was brought to you by Dating Skills Review. Dating Skills Review is the Amazon.com of dating advice for men. If it exists, we have it. We help you find the best advice fast, so you can get good with women in months, not years. Find us at www.datingskillsreview.com.